0: Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. Join Doris Corda, Hawkins School's Associate Head and Director of Entrepreneurial Studies as she shares her experience as an educational reformer told through conversations with Assistant Directors Tim Desmond and Allison Tanker.
1: In this episode, we talk about what students presented today as their solutions to their second business challenge and why the learning has been transformative. Okay, so Allison, we just, uh, students just presented their solutions to their second business uh, to the CEO. Uh, What'd you think today?
0: I was pretty impressed with where they ended up today. I had my doubts over (laughs) the past three weeks. You and me both, yep. Yes. Uh, It was really a moment where Last week we started to feel that shift had taken place, that they really were clicking in, but today validated that for me, watching their presentations and one by one seeing each of the teams get up there with the markets that they had explored and ones that they ruled out for specific reasons and communicate that effectively to the CEO. Uh, It was powerful knowing where they started being able to see where they ended today and the uh messy path they took to get to their solutions was an exciting moment for me yeah i mean there were
1: four teams two of the teams didn't actually start doing uh good work until a week and a half ago right um and then they've been working their little tails off since and as, as we saw today, uh, anything that they presented, they had a lot of research to support. Some of them, the two that really only started good work a week and a half ago, didn't get nearly as far. But what they had was um, validated. And they'd done so There was
0: actually quite a bit of uh, quality in, in there in right. the amount of work that they were able to accomplish once right. they kicked themselves into gear because with the partner organizations they presented, uh, I was actually pretty impressed that they had made up for some lost time yeah. in the past couple of weeks, which uh, wasn't confident was <laughs> yeah going to end up as well as it did today. Really, they, they impressed me. Yeah. Well, one, one of the
1: I don't know how to articulate this well enough, but when you're taking a test in a history class and the test has, uh, you know, you've been studying a unit for however long and the test has an essay, some short answer and some multiple choice. And you come into that test and you know you you haven't really done as much as you should you haven't learned it deeply, but you get through it. You get through the essay somehow, citing some things. You have your short answers. Uh, probably you miss the most on the multiple choice, because whatever it is, and you come out and you go, got, OK, got it. I got my 82. I, I passed, or I got my 72, or whatever. Coming into this assessment, today was an assessment. OK, what have you done? What do you have to show? How is it? They're they're coming in with real things based on the real world. They can't BS their way through it. Mm -hmm. So if a team actually hasn't done very good work until the last five and a half days, the way it shows up is there's much less that they can show because they didn't have time to research it so that they can really stand up there and say, No, we've really done our homework. This really would work. Here's why. Let us show you the data behind it. Um, and what it does is it immediately eliminates any discussion about what do I need to have in this to get my A? Da da da. The point is. Anything you present as part of your solution to this CEO about what she should do and why and how, you better have done your homework. Because she or we are going to say, okay, so, so why did you choose that of all the things she could do across the globe? Why? What's that based on? If you choose Niger instead of any other country or spot in the world, on what basis did you choose it? Do you understand the needs of the people locally in terms of purified water? Do you know what's the, I mean, there's no way to fake that stuff. And they feel the right kind of pressure. They don't feel the pressure to get the A. They feel the pressure to have done their work well. And they- the, Offer a
0: meaningful solution. Yeah, to... that's, that's, yeah.
1: Meaningful and and sound, right? You know, and and based on real stuff. And so, it isn't about charming your way through it. It isn't about personality. It isn't about covering with a really hip slogan or cool graphics
0: or or a nice hashtag Instagram campaign. And yes,
1: we they learn a lot about. They learn a lot about communications, they learn a lot about design, they learn about how to present well, but you can do all those things, communicate well, design your slides beautifully, have a great story, and if you didn't do the work to know that what you're talking about makes sense, none of the rest of it matters, and, it, and everybody can tell. So it really, it gets the four of them working together, for For the cause in a way that is, is really powerful. And the students we have, who many of them, who a week and a half ago, we basically said, okay, what you just shared out demonstrates you've done, you, you could not have done any good work given what you just presented. I don't care how the slides look. I don't care how you, you, you couldn't have and talking to us about the effort you've put in or how much time is pointless. Yeah, because it was quite shallow. Because I can't believe that you've been working for two weeks on this particular challenge and you don't know the following baseline starting facts about water purification, about physical pathogens, about what this filter does and doesn't do. You could not have been doing a good job if you don't know these things. And so they scurried back, got really like big kick in the pants <laughs> and spent the last week and a half doing everything they could do and they were really proud of themselves today and they should be because what they did in a week and a half while not nearly as, 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 as thorough and deep and broad as the other two teams, they came up with something that they know is quality, thinking, and quality work. And now, those students really, I had this conversation with a few of them today, now you know what it feels like to do good work. Mm -hmm. And they understood exactly what I meant.
0: Well, even in the after meetings, uh, once they gave their presentations, they sit down and do the 15 minutes with the CEO, one-on-one per team, so they have an opportunity to go deeper into that research. And when a couple of the students on those teams where we were worried they weren't going deep enough started to speak up and really go back and forth with our CEO in those 15 minutes showed how they started to internalize this at that deeper level where they understood not only what the data points were, the stats around infant mortality in that country or what types of infectious diseases are contaminating the water in X country. They understood, therefore, how to take that information, synthesize it, and give her a recommendation, be able to really talk in a meaningful way to say, we are really concerned if you're going to start in this place, if the scientific limitations of your technology are actually going to fulfill that need. So therefore, given that, we think you should start in India or in Bolivia. I mean, each of the teams had a different specific place, but it was based in them doing the hard thinking and really going through that decision filter. I know we talked about that earlier as well, and how they had to understand the need, the urgency, the demand, and what that therefore meant for Shanice moving forward. Well, it's interesting. So,
1: so, we talk about. We see that this kind of course or this kind of learning is is really transformative for students, and it really is. And and if I if I had to use just one word, the word I use is it's empowering. The reason it's empowering is that every student who really engages in trying to come up with a good solution for the CEO or for themselves at the end of the class or whenever it is. Every student who engages in this starts to discover their own abilities. That's really what they they learn. Oh my gosh, I actually can do a lot here. I can learn a lot. I can be creative and I can be generous. I can do a lot of stuff. And in you know, in regular school and traditional classes, there are crazy, passionate, brilliant teachers all over the world who come in and do extraordinary stuff with students. And it isn't that, that you know, anybody's saying, uh, the problem is we don't have good teachers or we don't have great teachers, or that the education system's broken because there aren't enough people out there who are passionate or know a lot. The reason school, traditional school, isn't working as well as it needs to is it's not engaging students in the way that they need to be engaged to learn the skills we're talking about. And what happens here is at one point or another, and it takes some of them a lot longer and some of them less time, at one point or another along the way, Each individual student makes this huge paradigm shift. Whoa, this really isn't about what do I need to do to get the A, which is what I've been used to for all these years. This really isn't about this. This is really about the work itself. It's about the work itself. Do I care about the work itself? Yes, actually I do. And do I think I, can actually contribute in a real way to solving this challenge that is this real thing that nobody's figured out yet. Oh my gosh, I'm 17, I have no background in any of this. I do think I have something to say here. And by learning more and more about it, I get even more excited about what I'm able to do. So in this crazy weird way, it actually gets every student in the perfect world our hope is and so far experiences it gets every student to discover that they're actually really interested they're actually really interested and that if they're interested and they work at it they can actually contribute a lot and that's really where the power comes from in this
0: it's true they have to do the work and go through that experience w- alongside their teammates. And I've really appreciated it as well in this in the past three weeks with these teams and how they were uh, set up and the dynamics that were happening in the, on those teams. It was starting to show each of the students as well what was possible when you mix the four of you together. I remember we kept trying to, that whole thing we were really Constantly talking to them about, you know, it's the the whole is greater than the sum of its parts, or whatever whatever, the, whatever, whatever that the idiom, idiom is. I not remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I find I feel like they are finally getting it that they yeah. are working collaboratively in the way that they recognize. Wow, I have a lot to contribute that would not show up on this team if I weren't here. Yeah. That you know, certain people you know might be. Diving deep into the science portion of this. And you know, one team brought in a nine hundred page research document. <laughs> they did nine hundred. I mean, I, they might have done more, by but by the that way, was, organized by or, category right.
1: and all like it was pretty impressive. It wasn't just a nine hundred page, it was I looked through that thing. Right. It was a yeah, well organized
0: quote unquote light reading, one of the students yeah. said for the CEO <laughs> as she passed it to her. But the the truth was that you know each of them had Natural interest that I think they yeah. were exploring, whether it was the science or the market side of this or the um, creative portion or maybe the design. But what they realized over the past few weeks was really how to contribute in a meaningful way the knowledge and interest and skills they were developing to their specific teammates that allowed them to develop right. a much more sophisticated, thoughtful solution that felt dramatically different than biz one i mean oh totally different
1: you know what's funny so think about it along the way when we were asking a bunch of questions from particularly the teams who who really weren't doing their work at all Mm -hmm. i mean they weren't do if they were doing it was it doesn't matter if they were doing it or not it was horrible where they were um, they hadn't gone deep. To say they hadn't gone deep is an understatement. They haven't, They hadn't even done the they didn't really baseline. With,
0: they didn't start with the right questions is what we realized. When we really started to unpack, how did you get so lost? How, how are right. you here after two weeks? And we went step by step backwards through their process and realized that instead of starting at a place where their big questions were related to contaminated water what is contaminated water where is contaminated water right. and therefore where should they just made assumptions at from the beginning about contaminated water happens around natural disasters and then went really deep in into that area, but landed somewhere that was...
1: I'll, I'll disagree with you on one part of that. They didn't ever go deep on anything. They, well, they <laughs>
0: didn't even go sure. deep on
1: that. <laughs> they, they had hoped, this is a very different kind of class, they're first semester seniors, they're busy applying to college, they're busy going to homecoming, they're... Going uh, on college visits. Whatever they're doing, and they hoped that, oh, this class, maybe I can fudge my way through it. I mean, which is fine. It's normal. They're teenagers, and what they discovered is that that no, there's you you can't this is you can't fake this thing. No. And so, um, and as we asked questions, they had no answers. Mm-hmm. And one of the students after after that particularly hard session, where I said, I actually don't know what you've been doing for two weeks. If you don't know the following things, yeah, I, I don't know what you could have been working on. Right. She actually followed me and said, I, I haven't been doing, I haven't been doing the work. I said, I know. and, and uh, She was mad
0: at herself about it, you said. She was really
1: mad at herself, and I said, I know. And I said, I'm not saying this to, you know, okay, now thou shalt get an F. It, it's not about that. It's like, I know. And you're, you're not going to be able to come up with something of any usefulness. And it's actually hard to do this. This is really difficult. So when parents today, you know, who were in Mm -hmm. the audience of the presentations, I had a number of parents come up to me individually and say something along the following lines. One who said uh, that uh, literally in the last week and a half, it's been the first time she's seen her son do homework. At night. Yes. Another who said oh. um, this is the, that, that uh, their child, I won't even use gender so that it's not recognizable, was so nervous and the mother said, I've never seen my child nervous like this as as he, she was coming into today. And I said, yeah, they, they were nervous because they really cared about the this. The work itself it wasn't about what do I have to do to get an A, did I fulfill the checklist the teacher gave me for the they're nervous that they're giving something that is of quality and makes sense and because this was is, good enough.
0: This is Shanice's life this is what she's doing this is yeah her purpose right now and that these students had the opportunity to not only get up there and show everything they had researched and engage in that meaningful conversation with her after the fact, they got to hear from Shanice. And it, just for our listeners to describe from Shanice's perspective, uh, she was very wowed by what the students did. She had, along the way, when the students were emailing her questions day to day, when things were coming up, she saying I'm pretty surprised that they're asking these types of technical questions or science related oh. questions. But today she was really wowed. She said I n- never expected that 16 and 17 year olds would understand this better than a lot of adults I've talked to who are constantly trying to persuade me to go into, you know, domestic markets or things that they think would be best. But she said these students have spent real time over the past few weeks to understand the different markets and understand my product and came in today with something that is going to keep me busy for the next 6 months.
1: Well, she also said that she's had paid she's paid businesses to do this kind of work and they didn't come close mm. to what these students did.
0: She, I mean, she was very much moved by all of their work, and she actually acknowledged the one team, uh, one of the two who was right. behind. And she had come in one day to yep. sit down with a couple teams, and during her sit down with that particular team, uh, was pretty concerned about how shallow they were approaching, just the questions they were asking, the questions they weren't asking. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I know she pulled you aside and said something about her concern, and after that, you initially went into that team, and then filled Tim and I in, and we went in the next day, yeah. and th- the students uh, very appropriately today put it that that was their, uh, they had a breakthrough that went yeah. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, they, did. they didn't have much of a choice but <laughs> right. to have a breakthrough, right? But as Shanice was sitting there, she said when that team in particular was presenting, and were able to go into the level of detail and really walk through from the scientific perspective and all of the things related to her technology, all the way through the market application, which market she should go to first, whom she should partner with, the directors they had spoken to in those partner organizations. She said she was, she got overwhelmed and started to tear up because she thought, if this team is here where they are, I can't wait to see where all the teams have. I've gotten to with their research because she she knew where they were coming from and that they weren't initially doing the the depth of the work they needed to. Yeah, and you know,
1: the bottom line is every single student individually, now it's been, I think we've been in school eight weeks, and the day when I turned to you and Tim and said, okay, today was that day this semester Mm -hmm. was about a week ago. And it's, uh, there's a day every semester when you can tell, you can see it and feel it, that, okay, the entire class of students is now fully engaged in the real work and thinking. And we had that about a week ago. And the bottom line is that instead of looking for what's the path of least resistance so I can get, do what I need to do to get my A. Instead of that, what they've been thinking about is the work itself, the thinking itself. They've been getting more and more and more interested in the details, in the thinking, in what is happening in Bolivia. What is happening in Sierra Leone? Why is that a better market than other? Who is doing what there? What are they doing well? What's happening, what's not happening? The statistics around infant mortality in various countries and what that's based on. And what do we do when they get to that point a week and a half ago where they're connecting? What we do is push them hard with questions. What are the questions? We don't know the answers, but we can big time, big time push with the questions. And then they're the ones who make this empowering and transformative. They are transformed because they experience each one in a different way and at a different time what it feels like to really, really do hard thinking and care about what you're learning about. That's what's transformative here.
0: If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. For more information and resources, go to doschoolbetter.com podcast created by Tim Desmond Doris Corda and Allison Tanker produced by Tim Desmond